0: What's up everybody? We back. R2C2 another week special edition.
1: Yeah, it kind of instead of we back, it kind of feels like we here. We here, right? We here, right? <laughs> like it kind of it kind of feels that way. We are live at the T-Mobile store in Santa Monica on the promenade. Um and uh first of all, the the hospitality is just fantastic.
0: Here. It has been fantastic. Dude. I mean, the LA sun, you know yeah. what I'm saying, being out here in Cali it always feels like the sun is brighter out here in Cali. Maybe it's just because I'm. Well, from you grew here. up here, you yeah. Know so it end. just always yeah. feels better to be in California.
1: I like it. We also we got this beautiful R2C2 T-Mobile backdrop here, man. Whose house is this going afterwards? Oh, it's I, definitely
0: going to my crib. Okay, gotcha. nice. I like. <laughs> you it, You got man. the coffee mugs. because yeah. I still don't have a coffee mug. <laughs> That's true, man.
1: You know what I was thinking? I need to up production of the coffee mugs again. It's been a little while since I've gotten the coffee mugs going. I need to do it, man. How um how was the softball game?
2: The, other the softball
0: day. game was good, man. Uh finally got a couple of hits. I popped up twice last year, so I got a couple of hits this year. We got the win. Um, but it was just a lot of energy. Bad Bunny played in the in the softball game this year. Big Poppy came out, Vladdy. So it was uh this year was was lit. Like it was uh it was a real game. Yeah, it was dope.
1: And you guys won. And we won. What, what, yeah. what, what was your? Would you end up finishing in the game at the plate? Two for two. Oh
0: man! Two all right, right. Two good. Like I'm, nice. you know what I'm saying? I'm good. There like, we go. I might, I might retire after that. Have you played it all yet
1: this season for our our Central bar, for our city team? Did you play? I, I'm three years since my last game now. I don't know if I still have a roster spot on our team, but
0: I, I got my jersey, but I still I haven't played. I didn't I, play this summer. I
1: still get the emails. This season got
0: to be over though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, July like, it it's definitely like, over. Yeah. yeah. It ends in like June.
1: We'll have to add, we'll have to add Mike Lunetta, our manager. Please let us know whether or not the season is still going on <laughs> for our softball season because it appears to be over. You know, they, one of the things that it's cool that I, I can tell just following your Instagram stories is it's been a full all-star experience, right. right? Like L.A. has done that times 10.
0: Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Somebody asked me before we came out here, is this like work or vacation? And I was like, it's both. It's kind of both, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that I have to be at, and then there's, you know, it's kind of I'm hanging out. So we're doing a, a lot of – we had a Players' Alliance party. Um, we did a panel yesterday. We had a um, a uh, a clinic in the morning. Um, you know, we did the softball game. Amber had the draft. Hmm. Um, so it's it's been a full week for us. Uh, but it's been good, man. You know what I wish? I wish the, the All-Star break was longer Yeah. for the players. Yes. I yes. wish that the players would have got out here on Friday because getting to enjoy all the festivities, the All-Star house, and all these different things that MLB puts on, the players never get to enjoy it. Yeah. You show up Sunday night, midnight, you got to be up at 10 a.m. for media, and then it's the Home Run Derby. Like, it's just, it's too quick. So I wish they would extend the break, make it Friday to Friday, Yeah. and then let the players get out here and enjoy the All-Star game.
1: You, you know what they need they need a lebron to just say like hey we need <laughs> we more need time a longer break. yeah because this is what happened with the nba so all star game so who would
0: that be in who the would be, in who the, would be the, the, the lebron in this
1: i feel like you would have been able to like voice that at an all star game Nobody even was going to career. me while I was playing. No, okay, and, yeah.
0: and I wasn't showing like I wasn't showing up to all star games. Remember the last no. two all star yeah, games I didn't no. even go that's to. Right. So <laughs> that's what Mo used
1: to do too. Like yeah. Mo, at the end of his career, is like, "Nah, I'm, I'm going." to No, so vacation. in 2013
0: they yeah. changed the rule. Like it used to oh, be, if you got right. named to the team, you didn't have to show up to be named an all star. Yeah, 2013 it was me, Mo, A Rod, Derek. And, and somebody else we didn't go to the all-star game in arizona oh and they changed the rule that you have to show up to be to get the recognition of the all-star because
1: there's a bonus involved in that too right
0: well not when you play for the Yankees because they expect you to make the all-star team. <laughs> that's <good. laughs> they don't give no extra bonuses they pay but, you up front
1: but you know what's funny is like I really do think that y- there would be value in having a little more time in the back end I think the the juggle has always been for baseball players right because Maybe you wouldn't be able to do it on the front end, but maybe you could do, or maybe you could do it on the front end of All Star. But what I think about is a guy like Judge, right? And it's funny, Booney was even talking about this the other day, how it was something he had to be conscious of in the games leading up to the All Star game, the demands he has in a couple days out here, right? Yeah. And then. You know, the Yankees are playing the doubleheader Thursday, you know, so.
0: But that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not fair to the players that make the all-star team. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like we get to enjoy all these festivities and all this stuff, but the players, like they've been running. Yes. These guys have already been up this morning. I saw them all last night at the Fanatics party and they already up on the red carpet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's everything is so fast, I just wish they had time to actually enjoy this week. And even when you do come, then you get a couple of days before the season start, like if Guys want to go to Cabo or do whatever to go yeah, yeah. To, to, get yeah. their, to get their break. Yeah. Then, you know, we, we should accommodate
1: that. Well, so this what's interesting about that is I think the counter to it has always been in baseball. You do want, want, want the long You don't want the week you off. You don't want the week off. Lose your rhythm, right? What do you think? Yeah, do you but you think I mean, for the guys, guys up? that
0: don't go, then you can have workouts. You can okay, have yeah. workouts in your hometown yeah. or, or your home city or wherever you're going. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For the guys that don't make the team that want to keep getting reps or whatever, but... I mean, I think the guys that make the team need the break.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing, because like, if you're if you're judge, if you're standing right, well, I mean, if you're any All Star right now, I'm gonna
0: be completely honest. Like, I I I never picked up a ball during the All Star break anyway. No, yeah, you never see me pitch the first game back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you always seen after the All Star break, I pitched that Sunday or Monday because I wasn't playing catch over the All Star break.
1: Well, but so here's my question for you: Can like, would it would it mess like? It's a little different for a pitcher, but do you think it would mess it or up? to have a week of nothing.
0: I don't think so. Okay. And, and I think if it's if it's a league-wide thing, yeah. then the offensive starts slow maybe for the first 10 days after the break, and then it kind of is what it is. Yeah, I'm interested if they
1: go that route at some point just because what it will take is it will take some prominent face-of-the-game all-stars saying, like, look, if we, you want we, we need a couple extra days. Yeah, I need a couple
0: extra days to get some time to myself.
1: Yes, exactly. and And I don't know that, like, that you, I think you probably could fit it on the back end a couple extra days, you know. Absolutely. But you
0: could play that we could have played the game Sunday. Well, you could do you that. Could, you could have the guys come in, start the last game is Thursday, had the guys come in Friday, had a derby Saturday, played the game on Sunday. But you
1: know what, TV wise? Well, you did Sunday night, actually. Sunday that's night okay. Late. That's Sunday all right. Night, yeah, night, still ratings wise, that's game. okay. Man, yeah, huge. that's all right. I wonder if Saturday Monday would be a big difference, home run derby ratings wise, which by the way, I was just thinking watching uh, Mejia throw to Soto and it eventually worked out, but he was like all over the place in that final round with the pitches. There is so much pressure on the pitcher in the home oh, run derby, yeah. man. It's all like, the pitcher. Yes. Yeah. Like just trying to throw strikes, I'd be so nervous. Yeah, man. there's no
0: way I could ever do that <laughs> with no cage, yeah, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot, a lot of pressure.
1: Have you thrown BP at all since? Uh... I just throw BP
0: to Little C. I throw BP to Little C all the time, but it, it's uh, it's not good.
1: What What does your arm <laughs> feel like at this point? We have a live audience who saw you basically lose your shoulder on the mound your final outing.
0: Like, yeah. I, I don't
1: know if you've even asked you what it feels like to throw now.
0: You know what? It doesn't, I mean, I don't throw a lot, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I mean, there's just nothing for me to do. Like I play catch with Carter. I throw some BP to C, but it's fine. Like if I start throwing a little too much into my, I lose feeling in my hand, but yeah. you know, it's, you know, I don't need it. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, I
1: like this. Like, if I start throwing a little too much, I lose feeling in my hand, but really it's okay. Like there's nothing nothing to worry about at all. I just lose feeling in my hand. It's it's totally fine. I, um, I, I was like watching it last night and I was thinking about how cool it is. The kind of the stories behind the pictures. Cause that used to not be a thing, right? It'd just be like whoever throws. And then like, even remember judge winning in 2017 and, I forget. Was it his high school guy yeah, who it was threw his high to him? High school guy that threw yeah, to him. Yeah, th- and threw him then uh jumping in his arms after he won. Uh, Bryce
0: Harper, his dad. Yes, threw his to dad. Him. Yeah, Matt yeah. Chapman's dad yeah, threw to him. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh,
1: All right, If you were taking, if you were in the home run derby, which I know would be a dream of yours as a hitter, not yeah. a pitcher, who would throw to you?
0: It would be Tony Pena. Really, Tony Pena is belt high, like firm. The perfect BP every time. Wow. You know who would not throw me? Larry Rothschild was the worst <laughs> BP thrower. And like if Wait. like if I, like we would have pitchers BP, uh, Larry would always want to throw. Uh, and if I hit like two or three homers in a row, he would start throwing curveballs and shit. <laughs> I'm like, Larry, this is BP, guys. Like, bro, like just lay it in it. there. Let me hit homers. <laughs> like, we never get to hit. Now you want to get me out. But like, Larry
1: didn't like you taking him he, yards. No, he
0: hated that shit. BP. He
1: hated it. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> that is hilarious. But what's also funny is just the idea of Larry Rothschild throwing. throwing. bp BP. yeah he
0: loved it he always threw pitches bp
1: even like more recent years like
0: like as yeah like every year that i hit interleague larry would throw his bp that's interesting man until i was like now i'm just gonna get in the first group with tony because (laughs) larry's trying to get me out all day yeah i
1: can't you know what's funny too it like i used to throw i used to throw bp all the time on my high school team because i was really good at it so even even though i was At the time, one of our better players, like when the coach's arm would go, he would have me throw BP because I didn't pitch. So it was like they weren't worried about my arm and it never bothered me. I went back to my high school a couple of years ago and like my coach was like, hey, like be fun to have you throw BP. You're always the best BP pitcher, whatever. Dude, I threw like 25 pitches. My arm was killing me, (laughs) killing me. It's one of those like even I was playing my nephews getting into baseball, which is super fun for me right now. He's five. Shout out to Campbell. And um, he he like loves loves watching the Yankees. Now it's really cool to see. But he was like asking me to play like one on one. We were playing kickball actually in the driveway. I went and through and I just hadn't thrown and what I, I threw once. And you know how like if you don't warm up, oh, all yeah. of a sudden you go to throw after not throwing in a while. That motion. Will just like It'll, wreck you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, that's man. What, that was me in the softball game the other day. I just tried yeah. to launch one. I was like, oh yeah, nah, that. Is, <laughs> let me just play first. Base. Yeah, can't do it.
1: <laughs> can't do it, man. Did you were only playing first on our softball team too, right?
0: Yeah, I only play first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know.
1: Well, you got the knees too. You yeah, know? nah, so, they,
0: they tried to put me at second base in the uh, second inning of the of the celebrity softball game. And we gave up five runs because balls were going up the middle. And I felt bad. You see, couldn't action cover ground? Pitching, I, could not, I had no range, bro. <laughs> it was no rain. So they had to put me back at first. Uh, I'm not surprised. Bad. Action gave up like Action gave up like five runs. Oh, my And it gosh. was all my fault.
1: Oh, that is hilarious. Well, uh, we won't call them earned runs for Action Bronson, man. Um, see, I you know, the All-Star game, there's a lot of – we, we figured we'd do for this R2-C2 kind of like a, um you know – Uh, mid-season awards uh predictions for the second half type type pod getting ready for the second half of the season also some trade deadline stuff as well um but before we do that i do just want to say you've made fun of me for a lot of years about the vocal maintenance i go through (laughs) going getting laryngeal massages you know my (laughs) my warm-up
0: who needs it now man i'm struggling yeah i've been been struggling since that softball game (laughs) and it's like I'm, I'm old bro Every party is like The music's too loud It's too loud I'm
1: like what it's the too fuck loud, is man. Going on? It's so so funny Turn the fucking music I, down
0: I, I literally I, I couldn't agree more Last I, night I was like <laughs> I, I gotta go home Like I can't do this Like I mean you know Judge and Nestor And <laughs> yeah. Big G Like yeah. they You know this is like Their thing Like Travis Scott no. J Balvin It's going off And no. I'm like Sitting in the back, I felt like an old man. I'm like, the music is way too loud in <laughs> here, and I'm screaming. I can't talk to nobody. Like, yeah. what's the point of this? You're- what was the point yeah. of going to clubs when we were young, bro? I don't know, like, man. I don't think you were doing a lot of talking. <laughs> like, it's,
1: You know what's funny is I, I literally think this every time. I was at WNBA All-Star last weekend, and I was at uh, Sue's uh, production company together, had a party, and it yeah. was great. But I was, like, sitting there, I was like, talking with a few people and i was just like smiling i could i was like i can't speak over this i can't do i don't know what you're saying every time
0: i'm like i'm like i don't want to miss this party like blah 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 but then when i get there i'm like fuck man i could be in my bed right now (laughs) Uh,
1: dude i know i know man i'm I'm all about day events you want to have me do a t-mobile podcast for r2c2 every afternoon let's do it i'm down yeah like i'm good with that but once we get past like 9.45, 9:45, I start to get antsy. Man, bro, like when can I, I get know, home? I'm gonna do it tonight. Is we'll that see. is that a dad thing? You think that's what it is?
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, yes, definitely, just a dad thing. Getting older, yeah, I he's getting older too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, yeah. The, I mean, we had a, we had a Players Alliance party on Sunday, and the vibe was good. We had it at the yeah. Grammy Museum. The music was kind of low. Oh, it was nice. outdoors. Yeah, so you could have Classic. like a yeah. It was you yeah. know, and I'm like, that's like my type of vibe. Yes, yes. I'm, you know, I'm old now, man. Yeah. Like so. Uh, the, the club scene the fanatics party was great yeah it was a bunch of people there it was awesome but but you, you got a timer really on you with that music yeah
1: so here's a few a few tricks and for anyone in the audience you can apply these as well if you're at a loud party for anyone on our youtube audience as well so lozengers take them with you just to keep the throat <laughs> lubricated during the night when you're talking all right <laughs> then like you you got to be a little bit of a close talker. No, I'm you, not. You got to be a little bit of a close talker. And I don't like people navigating. being
0: close talkers to me.
1: I know you don't, but in this Back setting, it's of a my survival space, tactic, bro. I hate it, that shit. You have you have, you have no the choice. The only
0: person that can close talk me in the club is Amber. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's so right. if she ain't there, then I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. so if I come up
1: to you and I start close talking, it's it, it's time, it. time to go home. You get away time from to me. go home. All right. The other big theme of All Star Weekend, besides Cece's vocal cords, is Juan Soto man, and the fact that he turned down. The 15-year, $440 million extension, which...
0: What's it's, not, it's not a lot a year, though.
1: It's not a lot a year. It's a lot of... It is hard, though. To And I guess they were deferring a ton of it.
0: Yeah. It's just, just like, we're, we're in the... It's monothe- hard what? Are you about like, to say it's hard to turn that down? Is it hard to
1: turn down 440 guaranteed million? Now when you're
0: 23 dollars? years old. Yeah. Now when do, you're 23 years old. Do
1: most of these guys take out insurance policies, Yeah, too? absolutely.
0: Yeah. For sure, EP took out an insurance policy, but... When you're 23 years old and you got that type of talent, you've already won a World Series. You're going to the All-Star game every year. I mean, it's you yeah. know, it's, it's it's in your hands. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, for me, I know he didn't. Want, he probably didn't want to be in in D.C. for 15 years. Yeah. They get to offer him the contract. He rejects it. Now he sets his market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think. I mean, I think it, it worked on both ends for for the Nationals because they get to offer him a contract. He gets rejected. He's twenty three years old, and now he gets to set his market when he becomes a free agent.
1: Right, like the p. The, there's not going to be awful pr for the nationals if they be- trade they him because they're a- 43 million right what can you do if you offer a representative deal and the player says no it's kind of it's hard to bash the team yeah afterwards. what can yeah. you do
0: and, and, and for him you know so it's, it's kind of good on both ends yeah and now he set his market now you know you got to pay him a half a billion dollars
1: well which is amazing and probably for <laughs> probably for 10 years i love it not
0: 15 i love What's it
1: interesting is i heard alex arod talking about this last night and i think he's right like you could see like a 10-year deal with a seven-year opt out. And then he'd be free again at 30. At 30. If he wanted to, yeah. you know? I mean, and he could get another 10-year deal potentially, That's you know? That's what I'm
0: saying. So for yes. him, a 15-year deal is just not he's, – he's so young. Yeah. That's he's the so, thing, too. So even young, if – let's bro. say he, he would
1: have to have – and you know, knock on wood, well, this would never happen. But he would have to have some kind of bizarre, catastrophic injury to still not get the money, right? Because even if he tore his Achilles or he tore his ACL, he's 23, he's 23. years old. He could take a year and a half to rehab and somebody's still going to pay him. Yep. So then the question becomes, does he get traded? I, w- I was talking to someone the other day who was telling me that they think he is going to get traded before the deadline here. Like, and. Oh, this year? Yes. Hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay. So like. So what's the, the market I, for
0: that? Like, who, who's.
1: I mean, honestly, I think the teams you got to look at are the Dodgers, right? Who have a great farm system, will do anything it takes to win. The Yankees, who have this historic season going on, who obviously would love to get. A 23 year old superstar like that. It's great for, yes, it's great for the team. And they have a Yankees have a very good farm system again. Um, the Mets, because they're willing to pay, you have to look at teams who will be willing we'll, to pay we'll the we'll money pay. eventually, too. I don't know too.
0: If the Mets have enough to trade for him. And I don't know that the yeah. Nationals would trade him in their division. Right. So I think you they're tougher. Yeah. Then
1: some people say saying the Astros, if the,
0: if the, I could see the Astros trade for The Astros also
1: have some, you know, talent on the farm. In addition to that, could they trade some young major league talent that I mean, could I entice them?
0: If the Yankees had enough, yeah, you, I can see maybe them trying to trade uh, because you don't know what's going to happen with Judge at the end of the season.
1: Right, it's a little you know? insurance policy. Hopefully, yeah. they're both there for years to come, and, and but, that would be great. But yeah. if
0: you don't know what's going to happen, right, it's then, a little insurance may, policy. It's almost like it's almost like the Braves signing or trading for Matt Olson. Yeah, you know what I mean. After losing, losing Freddie Freeman, you get a guy like that to kind of step in.
1: It's a know? it's a rare rare player to go after. I know people don't like to trade the farm, but like. You're basically trading the
0: farm for the 23 year old dude who's already one of the best players in baseball. Because it's
1: not you're not trading for a 30 year old and getting okay five years. You're literally trading for the guy who you would hope develops out of your farm, and you and just never happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's a he's a generational superstar who already is proven in every way you can be proven. October, every other way. Yeah. And yet he's still only 23 years old. You wouldn't even if you didn't want to. You wouldn't even have to extend him. No, you, but, you have him under contract through 2024. And the
0: thing is, is that he's younger than most of the fucking prospects you're going to trade for. Yes. That, you know that's what I'm saying? Well, like, the, the guys that he's going to be trading for are probably the same age or, or are probably older.
1: Hey, the Yankees' top pitching prospect, Ken Waldachuk, who's – I think he looks great, right? He's older than him. That's what he's I'm, older than Soto. That's what I'm Like, that's what's yeah. crazy. So, look, it, just to use Yankee prospects as an example, it would probably cost you, you know – Volpe, oh, it's gonna Dominguez, Waldichuk, Medina, whatever—it's going to cost you all them. Soto's the one guy who you still might say, "Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go do it," because he. Can you imagine that lineup with Stanton, Soto, and Judge?
0: Man, and then that, and then the outfield. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the defense in the outfield. I think right, because really Soto's a—he's hes a he's really a good outfield. He's there. a good defender. Yeah, so. right.
1: I I know, man. I think any other team you think of for Soto. Like the Dodgers and Yankees because they have the farm system, they have the willingness, and they could have. Those are the pay. only two.
0: I, I, I mean, I think the Mets, but I just don't think that it would be dumb for the Nationals to trade in, in their division. division. A I'm trying like to think that. if
1: there's anyone else. Some people have talked about the Padres maybe because they also have young talent that could potentially be dealt in a deal. But
0: I can see the maybe the Braves. The Braves maybe the, Bra- the, Braves the Braves have an amazing
1: farm system. Yeah. Amazing farm system. Um. It's interesting. That's going to really, that's going to make these next two weeks so interesting because it's also for me. It's interesting what happens with Luis Castillo. Yes. Because like I'm watching Luis Castillo, the Reds' ace, deal against the Yankees last week, and I'm like, get that guy. Like you know, if it costs you one of those top few guys or two of your top six are you, prospects, are you giving up one of
0: those top top couple guys for the I, Yankees to get Castillo. I
1: am. I am because what I the this is the way I. Yeah, he, he's
0: a free agent after this, right?
1: One more year. So, okay. Castillo has 23 under contract as well.
0: I, First of all, me, I liked his I, demeanor
1: I, too, man, yeah, on no, the mound. I mean, like, he's yeah. kind of like the no, way smart. you like celebrate big strikeouts, just kind of like with the calm little celebration. I, I don't think, know, I liked uh, it.
0: I, the only person I wouldn't give up for somebody like Luis Castillo is like Volpe. Volpe. I agree.
1: I agree. I'm not giving up Volpe, but would you give up Peraza if you had to push comes to shove? I know you don't want to. But yeah, if you but had I mean, to.
0: I think the only person that's untouchable for me is, is, is Volpe.
1: Volpe's makeup too I think is what's really exciting Absolutely. You know? And we he's know,
0: he's, a, he's a Jersey kid. Yeah, like he's, yeah. He's from the air. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't want to put the Derek Jeter stamp on him but like He has that vibe. He's from there. Yeah, you know? as we
1: like, watched The Captain and Doc and that he came He wanted
0: to be he wants to be he wanted to be a Yankee. He yes. grew up wanting to be a Yankee. So, yes. you know, did you watch? have you watched The Captain? I
1: watched the first episode on the plane last night. Oh, nice. Yes. Did was, you like it? I
0: loved it, man. Yankee, I mean, for me, you know, Derek Jeter's my guy.
1: This is this is, you know, Yankee porn for me watching the captain. This is like you could you literally you, you couldn't ask for a better uh, uh, a better documentary for me. You know, I I think that like what I'm what I'm interested to see is like for some people who are going to be like, oh, well, Derek's only ever going to be but so revealing. It's like, well, yeah, but because he was so guarded, anything is more than what we've seen. Right. Like so even if he's like a little more revealing. To me, that's super interesting because that's not—that's not what he yeah, used to do for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I mean, you know, I know him, so I, you know, I'm just interested well, to see. Yeah, miss your my lip. Yeti, like, you got a hole in your lip. And thank you to Yeti, and
2: I'm spilling it all over me. was um, just filled with Yetis.
0: Mine too. I got that's all I got. But for me, its is i, I want to see how revealing he's gonna be. Yeah, you know, um, yeah.
1: So you've seen what? The first two episodes?
0: I've seen the first three, I think. Okay. I think. All right. Um,
1: have you seen the Derek and Alex stuff yet? I haven't. So, so that's interested? what I'm waiting
0: for, too. Yeah, I haven't. Because those are your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm in that part of the doc. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, oh, we'll oh. see.
1: So you were asked about it
0: absolutely yeah okay yeah, cool. and that's why i was like i think the doc's gonna be good because they're asking the right questions. yeah do you, know you, I mean? you want
1: to give us a little reveal as to what you I don't said
0: remember, that, bro, that shit was three months ago how the fuck am i gonna remember <laughs> I what don't i said or what, even, I don't know. what they asked with well, a little preview <laughs> a i can't even, preview even remember what they asked about, all right fair uh, enough about those two but i know that that yeah i know alex is in the doc yeah you know obviously we know they had the tension the problem whatever so i'll be, I'll be interested to see how much they talk about yeah it. i'm excited
1: to see that Both but of them. But to get back to your point Ka- about Volpe, I don't think you deal Volpe for Castillo, but probably anyone else you have to think about. Maybe you wouldn't go Dominguez. Um, but who? do you see the bomb he hit in the I Futures game? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like to left center, that was that was a bomb. Um, but what I like about Castillo, he had four pitches that look
0: nasty to me. No, he's, like, he's a bona fide ace, man. He's just pitching Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, but and the you way- put him in a, in, a, in a playoff race, then... You know he's going to be a guy that everybody talks about.
1: The way I look at it too is if you look at, I think there's, there's, probably, three teams above the rest, but there's a couple more coming, right? Like so, because maybe now you're going to put the Braves in there eventually because they're defending champs and they've been so good over the last, you know, month and a half. But. Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, right? Those three teams Mets, have bro. been... And, and the Mets right behind them, right? No, nah,
0: right behind them.
1: My, Mets with them. Mets okay. are with them. So then I think you put the Braves there too. You got to right, okay. put the
0: Braves right behind them.
1: Okay. So any of those teams, I think, have to look at this season as they've put themselves in position to win it all. Don't waste the opportunity. Same way the Astros... When got Verlander uh, in 2017. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah.
0: But I think the Mets are in a better position because they're about to get their Verlander back I know. in a couple of weeks, which yeah. is Jacob DeGrom. Yes. And they're going to have pair him with Max, yes. two best pitchers on the planet. Yes. And Max is fresh. Yeah. like This is what I was telling you before the season. Max don't need to carry you through the summer. Yes, It's almost perfect that he pulled his oblique he needs to pull his oblique every year and miss you know two months in the summer because he don't need to pitch what about
1: the oblique's a little tough can we just have him like i mean whatever a dog bites his shin or something like that just just give
0: him you know two months off in the middle of the season let him get ready for october i think him being fresh in october is going to be huge for them for 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 the mets fans and and the the people in queens and and getting the ground back yeah i mean bro with that lineup and those two in a series, yeah. bro, like, it's going to be really, 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 really hard to beat. And I know the Dodgers are good, but it's going to be hard for me to to pick against those two if they're healthy. That's why. I Walker in there. You know what I'm but saying? But that's why
1: I think you, if you're one of these teams, you've got to go get Castillo. Yeah. You know, if you're the Yankees, you're trying to match up with them eventually or, you know, trying to make sure you have the advantage against the Astros, right? Absolutely. If, if you're the Astros and you're trying to make sure you have the advantage against the Yankees or eventually down the line. The Dodgers, you know, if you or or the Mets, like, I mean, that's why I think Castillo becomes a huge piece here because all of these teams know that they're good enough to win as is, but they may not be if the other team gets that piece. You know what I mean? Like if you're the Yankees right now, you feel like, yeah, I can beat anybody. And, but and, do you feel like you can beat the Astros if they get Castillo or Soto? Or you feel like you beat the Dodgers? If they, you know what I mean? You're going to you know need what? something.
0: That, that was that piece like in 2010 when we didn't trade for Cliff Lee. Yes. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Like, yes. Oh, That was a whole like, dramatic like, scene. Exactly. But yeah. if we trade for Cliff, we win back to back. Yes. thousand yes. percent. Yes. So exactly. it's just like one of those things where that piece is out there and whoever gets them is going to be the team that, that it puts them over the edge. And,
1: and I also think there's a thing about like when the vibe is right. You know, like this team, like in 09, I remember talking to different people in the clubhouse who had been there forever and they'd be like, this team has a vibe to it, right? When you guys won, you could tell. You no, had I it. told you yeah. I knew
0: we were gonna win right away when out when A-Rod came back and hit the homer. The first yes. pitch, the, the first pitching a three run homer, I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah, it's over.
1: And this Yankee team has that vibe in the room. They have that kind of whatever it is, they have it. It's like you gotta do everything you can to take advantage of that. That may mean trading some prospects you don't wanna trade, but you don't wanna say, ah, we were this close, we had everything in place and we didn't do it, you know um speaking of we thought we'd hand out some mid-season awards see um and some predictions first of all our world series prediction you remember what our our world series prediction was before the year was it, Mania? it was yankees dodgers yeah. we both picked yankees dodgers and at the time obviously c and i are yankees ties we I got pan like yankees- but Yankees
0: dodgers kind of like lazy you could pick the yankees dodgers the last fucking 10 years you could
1: but doesn't mean it's a bad pick you could do it but doesn't mean it's a bad pick but i Remember, people were thinking the Yankees had a bad offseason. So yeah. we were kind of like panned for that. But in reality, it's, it looks pretty good. Are you sticking with it?
0: Yeah. I, like, I mean, I, obviously, I'm never going to pick against the Yankees. Yeah. You know okay. What I'm saying? But I, I would like to, I, I want to change my Dodgers pick. I think it's going to be the Mets. Jeez.
1: So you think we're going to get a Subway series? I think it's going to be Subway series. All right. I think wow. It's okay. All right. I'm going to stick with the Yankees Dodgers. Wouldn't be surprised. If it was the Mets, wouldn't be surprised if it was the Braves. I think it's going to be the Mets. But man. I but I'm I'm going to stick with Yankees Dodgers. If you imagine if we get a Braves, I mean if we get a Dodgers Mets NLCS and a Yankees Astros ALCS. Oh, oh my the goodness. The
0: with baseball they would Networks I mean, will be salivating. Oh, be
1: They'll be like me watching the Jeter doc. <laughs> It'll be just fantastic. Um
0: so all right, see.
1: How about your first half American League MVP, your first half NL MVP? Shohei Ohtani, over judge,
0: bro. Shohei's got like a, a a a sub three ERA. Yeah, but their
1: team is I don't give awful, a damn about man. their team. He, Come like, on, man,
0: bro. If he can continues to like progress as a pitcher and like get closer to being a Cy Young winner, and like he's gonna win, and he's the MVP every year.
1: So, I can't do it. He's I can't. The best I, player, I, bro. Yeah, but you but you pull him off the Angels. They're right he's where the, they are. He's the best player. I'll give you this though. If you look at FanGraphs WAR, Judge is actually higher than him right now. Is he? Yeah. I get that. So, but for which, me, I, I'm never going to pick
0: it if if Otani can continues to progress as a pitcher, I'm never going to pick against him because he's going to hit thirty and have a sub. If a thirty and a sub three, bro, Like what come what, on, guys. What, what if? <laughs> what, well, Judge is thirty three already. But I'm saying, he, can he pitch? You know what? He no, probably he could. He probably could. <laughs> but I. But if, if I have If Judge can go out there and throw seven it, scoreless innings, then I would give him the MVP. If
1: I get Judge. With if he hits sixty home runs, the Yankees win one hundred and ten games, and he has the highest WAR, he better win the MVP. I I don't care what Otani does on a team that finishes fifteen I'm games tell you under five hundred. I would love
0: to see Judge break maris's record oh me too man because it would it would be it would be real yes you know yes yes no more so, it'd be
1: like nobody would have any kind of no it would, it would or, be real and it, yeah. would, and
0: it would be like a yankee doing it you know yeah, that would be fire yeah. it, would, it would be fun in september to go to games and, and you know him chasing 61 homers that'd be sick those so.
1: last couple games made made it feel a little more possible again because he had gone a little bit without a homer but then he hits three over the last two games he starts saying okay all right so i got judge you got Shohei. how about NL MVP?"
0: Man, you know, I haven't really watched a lot of National League. Um, yeah. I wouldn't even.
1: Want me to give you one?
0: Give me one. Who I, you
1: I think Goldschmidt. One? Because okay. can, can I tell you, Joel Sherman had this stat. This is the craziest stat I've heard. Paul Goldschmidt, in two strike counts, has an 870 OPS. Oh, in two strike counts.
0: Then Now, David uh, if, DeCarlo's if, been playing good, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, it, now, if you just have an 870 OPS overall, that's good. The, the average major league hitter in two-strike counts as, like, a sub-600 OPS. I was OPS. About to say, yeah, yeah, it has to
0: be, I was, about to, I was about to say 500. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it
1: might be. It's something like that. Uh, and they're playing well. His numbers are great. That's what I'd go with.
0: Um, you, you, I'll give you that pick.
1: How about uh, <laughs> how AL Cy Young and L Cy Young?
0: I think AL Cy Young for me right now, Justin Verlander
1: interesting
0: Justin yeah Berlander. he's had a great year he's had a great i was year. gonna
1: go mcclanahan in tampa I, man i
0: met shane shane today yeah it was how was first time. yeah, yeah. Good, good dude nice dude and he's a he's a big guy man really bigger than i thought he looks wow. small he on looks on small the on the map yeah, yeah no he's he's like t- like six three six four you know who's a dude
1: um, who i always get that with steph curry people oh, always yeah. like steph so small whatever and there is something about like how he appeals to people and then you like you see steph and like steph's six three and chiseled and you're yeah. like no, he's no, like he's a, a big for dude. a regular human, he's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. That was Shane.
0: That was yeah. Shane today. Yeah, I like I like Shane, but I think just JV coming off of the, the Tommy John and yeah. you know, not pitching in a year. You know, I would I would love to see him win the deciding. All right,
1: I, I'll go Shane, and yeah, Van Verlander has been great. NL, I think it's got to be Alcantara, right? Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, I don't Man. think it's even a he is even close. I got a chance to meet him. Last how was how he? He was good. Good is guy. it cool
1: for you getting to meet some of these young dudes? It you is, watch. man. It's,
0: it's cool for me to be able to still have the MLB job to stay yeah. in the game. I mean, obviously, having the Yankee job, it keeps me around the Yankees. Um, And I kind of feel like I raised these guys, like, yeah. you know, all these yeah. different guys. But to be able to to still mingle with, you know, the Jazz Chisholms, the Sandys, and, you know, Jake Cronenworth, all these different guys, that's because of the MLB job. So, yeah, it keeps me in the game and, and it keeps me around these guys.
1: Yeah it's uh you you've been working a lot for this job too man it's been a lot it's a real job yeah. huh sometimes you know see might take a job doesn't know if it's a real job this is a real job
0: yeah uh we'll see how long this shit lasts <laughs> kicking on a plane every week we'll going see. somewhere yeah, we'll see how long this shit lasts. hey
1: make it count while you're there man make it count um how about uh rookie of the year al it's got to be julio
0: rodriguez right Imagine yeah, League. I I love I, and 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 I think he put people on notice last night. Yeah, in the derby, you thought know? he was going to uh, win
1: after his uh after his first he's round. An uh, I mean, after his beast, final bro. round,
0: and his personality's great. I yeah. think he's going to be the next face of baseball. Yeah, Julio yeah. Rodriguez. Wow,
1: so. awesome man. Yeah, it's interesting too because you know I think he's kind of sprung on a little later in this season. Sometimes that happens with a West Coast team. You know, you know what happened
0: is that the first month and a half of the season he got more balls called on him outside the zone than any other player in the big leagues. Really? So they say why? he got off to a slow start, but he was, how tall getting, he, is? he was getting fucked by the umpires. Oh why. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Welcome, welcome to yeah, judge's exactly. life. So yeah. the first month and a half of the season, he was getting balls called this far off, wow. this far up. Like, yeah. So everybody's like, he getting off to a bad start. And no, because his zone is different. Mm. Once they start, once he, they start locking in on the zone, then you see them start to take off. So,
1: he and NL rookie of the year. I think you have a couple braves, but I would go with Spencer Strider just because that rotation's kind of taken off since he since he since he's got since in he got in, got yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. yeah. So I think that's I think that's the way to go, you know, for the biggest surprise, it's got to be the Orioles, right? I mean, we thought this team was going to lose 100 games, there are 500, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and you know, playing in that division, playing tough, I think in, 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 in any other the division, they're at the top of the you know, at the, close yeah. to the top of the division. So, yeah, I mean. That team is young. Um, they're hungry. Um, and I think they're gonna be good here in the next couple of years. And and, you know, them just getting drafted. they drafted Jackson Holiday. I know. They um, have the
1: first pick in the draft too. They, they have the, the number one farm draft. system in baseball. Yeah.
0: So uh right. they're gonna be a they're gonna be a team to deal with here in the next couple of years.
1: I feel happy for their fans because you know, these have been some miserable seasons. There's also a part of me that's like, I don't want them to be rewarded yet for spending no money and, yeah. and winning games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because we've talked about many times, I wish there was a floor for those Definitely for those be teams because they get subsidized by teams willing to spend money. But you
0: have to give them credit though in the in the East, being able to bar- build up their farm system and have yeah. these players come up through their system and be good players. Yeah. all right. really? Whether it's Matt Castle or Cedric Mullins, Hayes, or Austin Hayes, like yep. these guys are turning into real, real, real players in a tough division to do that in, man. Like you play in Tampa, you play in Toronto, you play in Boston, yeah, and New York all the time, so. uh so for those guys to come up and play in this division, I mean, it just hardens you. and makes you a better player.
1: I am, uh, I'm really, um, I'm really looking forward to the series. I'm going to call Yankees Orioles this coming weekend in Baltimore. Normally that's like a, you know, ah, that's a 16 to two game followed by an eight. I think that atmosphere is going to be good for those games with the way they're playing, man. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, man. And, and when the Orioles are good, the, the fans show up. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it makes it a fun it makes it a fun series when when we're both good.
1: That ballpark is held up so well too for all the like new ballparks that were built. The ballpark's built in 95, Four. 94.
0: Same with uh Progressive. Yeah. they were both built in 94. It's
1: it, Camden is beautiful, man. Camden it's, is nice, yeah. It's, it's still I got to see the new
0: the new field out, the new fence out
1: there. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That I don't like. I mean, it's I mean, working for them, I like but it. I, I don't them. love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I mean, when, I, when they first did it, I was like, well, they're just going to lose games yeah. 10 to 8 now instead of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, I mean, I think, I think it's been good for them.
1: Well, see, we, we're live at the T-Mobile store at the Santa Monica Promenade. Uh, for all of you watching on YouTube, we're no longer live, but you understand. Um, and uh, All-Star Week, MLB All-Star Week, T-Mobile has a bunch of awesome stuff here. Some cool like uh, all-star bat engravings as well that they have, but we also have uh, an audience. So, what do you think? Should we take some questions yeah, uh, sure. from the audience? I think Let's we, I think we should. Right, Atha can get the mic passed around, and we can take any questions you guys have. Do a little Q and A. You know, we like to do our social media Q and A. Uh, but this, we get a chance for some live questions. So tell us who you are and go ahead and ask questions. Hey guys, my name is James, and uh, just a quick question: You talked about Soto and Castillo. What other moves do you think the Yankees should make by the trade deadline, if any, <sighs> it's outside good... of those two phenomenal players? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I I do look at it, and I think the Yankees have the farm system where they they could they could be players for either. And I think the problem is if both of them get dealt and they get dealt elsewhere. It's hard to stack up, right? If, like, if Castillo goes to the Astros and Soto goes to the Dodgers, it's hard to feel like you're definitely beating them, right? And I think that's kind of the advantage the Reds and the Nationals are going to have, pitting those teams against each other and creating a market. I think the Yankees need one more arm in the bullpen, right? Yeah, you think so too, Sam? I think
0: they need one more arm in the bullpen. I think to be complete, I think it's – I mean, and it may be Zach Britton. It
1: might be that. It might be internal.
0: Zach's coming back maybe sometime in August, so it it may be him.
1: Start getting your arm in
0: shape. <laughs> I ain't got it. <laughs> hey,
1: You know what the sneakiest, most underrated part of, like, CC's arm injury was? Like, he was feeling oh, so been, good coming I, out of the I pen that he was it. thinking about un- not retiring and yeah. pitching out of the pen. Yeah. That's how good he was feeling. Yeah. And the results were there, too. No, it
0: was, yeah, I definitely could have been that guy for him. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, well,
1: I don't know who the arm would be, but I think an arm and a pen.
0: And maybe he, like a Michael Fomer.
1: Maybe that. Maybe that. You know I think there's
0: also, like, you see what the Yankees
1: did with Holmes. And you wonder, is there some undervalued dude who has like underlying I mean, you don't want to take
0: that chance right now at the trade deadline in a season where you think you got a chance to win a championship. Right, you You need to get a guy guy who
1: who could do it.
2: Yeah.
0: That's proven. Who you
1: know you could do it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, very good.
1: All right, who else has a question for us over there? Any questions? Go ahead.
2: Tell us who you are. Hey, Ryan and CC. My name's Jesse. Uh, I'm actually a play-by-play announcer as well. uh, Oh, nice. uh, LMU up here for the past ten years. Awesome,
1: Uh, dude. uh, Awesome.
2: Any uh, advice for uh, a young broadcaster coming up like yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I think number one key always is to get reps. You know, like there's nothing that gets you better than being on the air Uh, because it's just not the kind of career you can study a certain amount for and learn. You know, you just have to be on the air. I think having fun, letting people feel the enjoyment. I mean, I feel like in baseball right now, especially, I think one of the things I've noticed from fans who've enjoyed my play-by-play is they can tell I love the game, and they appreciate that at this moment in time where they feel like maybe the sport doesn't have enough of that, right? Like, you, you want enthusiasm, not people who seem, like, bored by the and game. And that's
0: always my gripe. It's like, I, like, if I'm watching the White Sox game, I love that their announcers are homers. You know what I mean? Like, I'm watching it because I'm a White Sox fan. So I want you to root with me. So, you know, yeah. I, I think that's, that's what where, we, we that's differ what I a love little about, bit, but he loves the but but enthusiasm. I like him because yeah. that comes out through him. He yeah. tries to be neutral, but like, <laughs> when we hit a home run, it's like really exciting. When they hit a home run, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? So I like that about
1: it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And it's, <laughs> it is true. Like, you know, that's one of the interesting things about doing games national versus local right when i'm on espn i'm gonna get just as excited for either team but on yes yeah you bet i'm gonna be way more pumped yeah. for a yankee home run than i am an Oriole and, home and, run.
0: and we're watching yes because we're fucking yankee fans so right that's what we want to we want to hear our announcer get excited
1: so i think like considering the audience is always a big thing too you know and then um i i think like did just that like no, having people being able to feel that you're having fun you know um and uh And being authentically yourself, whatever that is. If that means you're corny, lean into being corny. You know, like if it means you're dry, lean into being dry. Like whatever it is, like just owning. See, Vince Scully's, there's always like a foundational piece of advice that I always mention. But Red Barber told Vince Scully this when he was uh, just starting out. He said, there's only one thing you can bring in the booth with you that nobody else can. That's yourself. And it's so true, right? If you try and be Vince Scully, like you're only ever going to be
0: the second best Right, like it worked for Kobe, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You, you get five rings trying to be Michael. Yeah, I like that. But
1: now those would be some piece of advice. Keep going, man. Who else got a question over there? We got anyway. We got some prominent mustaches. I, I, we got some real prominent
2: mustaches in the crowd. We got one right here. Hi, my name is Narayan. I'm headed to USC. Nice, Nepal, congratulations, man. Studying journalism. So I had a I had a question about the whole Soto thing. Yeah. So we, we've seen in the past, uh, especially with, you know, Hal and, uh, Brian, they, they become like a little more like conservative. They don't like to spend as much money. Like remember the, the summer of, or not, I mean, the winter of 2019 when it was Harper and Machado that we heard rumors about that. And then also Cashman's like hesitation to like, you know, give up the prospects. Do you really think that Soto to the Yankees is actually like, going to happen do you think there's a big possibility given well like the history
1: well i think that i think that they are strategic about where they put the big dollars now right so like even look at i'll use an example people killed them for not getting freddie freeman this offseason right but right now that anthony rizzo two-year deal looks like a pretty oh, yeah, good bet right. right not to mention rizzo has been essential in that clubhouse. Yes, yeah, big like, time. Right? Like yeah. total leader, uh, which I don't know if you would have gotten that from Freddie Freeman, to be honest. So it's there's sometimes that I think if it's a guy who's like an obvious investment, I think the Yankees will always do it like they did with Cole, you know? But I think the one where it's just like, hey, this is the star is the free agent. We're just gonna willy nilly throw the dollars at it. I think that's out, and I don't think that's necessarily
0: a bad but thing. But I think they've been doing that for a long time. I think that yeah. started my off season, I agree. Is where they like they had the, the year before they could have signed Johan, right? And Cash was like, clearly he was like, no, I was waiting for your off season. Yeah. So they've been they've been on that that path for a, a bunch of years now, where they're trying to strategically, you know, get the right big guy instead of just signing everybody. You know what I mean? Which what's they were doing the pass up until my offseason.
1: Right. Because think about it. Otherwise, you get locked into these long term deals and then it inhibits your flexibility moving forward. And I think Soto's the guy who you have no problem signing that check for because of his age. Because so, of his age. and not to mention, if you didn't want to extend him, you don't have to. You could, you could have him for, he's not a free agent until after 24. If you wanted to, you could have him this year, next year, then decide what to do with him. If you want to resign or if you want to ship him off for another. You know, King's ransom. So but I, I think he's the kind of guy where it's like, yeah, you don't mind giving Juan Soto ten years and five hundred million or whatever it would be because you know he's gonna give you your bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah. I mean
2: he's definitely worth that money though. And yeah, I mean that two thousand and eight offseason, like two thousand nine was the first year of me like watching Yankees baseball. Yeah. And you know, they won the World Series and after that man, I just became like a huge like Yankees fan. But yeah, that two thousand and eight off season where they just spent everyone on CC, on AJ, on uh Teixeira. I mean, the Yankees haven't had an off-season like that in a while where they spent, like, that
0: money. Well, we but, have. We just it, it just ain't worked out like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> right. But you know what's interesting about that? The way Cash talked about you is the way they kind of went after Cole. Yeah. Where it was like, I remember I was always amazed. Cash was, like, talking about C as if he was in his plans. Like, it wasn't like, I'm going to try and sign. He was like, CeCe Sabathia is a big part of what we're going to do with this team. I was like, whoa, we haven't signed him yet. You know, and that's kind of how they went after Cole. And so, again, if it's the right dude, I think they'll do, you know, whatever, whatever they, they have, have to do. Yeah. yeah, and I think Soto could fall into that category. You've heard whispers about Soto and the Yankees for years. So, look, maybe I'll, if the, the Dodgers have the kind of farm system and young yeah. talent where they could get it done, too, we'll see. Like, it also, it might be a big enough star that, it, there's not enough time to put together a complicated deal right now. Kind of seeing that a little bit with Durant, right? Like yeah. sometimes that kind of player, it's hard to like get a deal done like that when it just comes up, you know, this is just coming up with Soto, but I don't know. If if someone asked me, do I have to pick whether or not he gets dealt or not? I would
0: say, yes. I kind of think he does. I think he gets dealt. I just don't know if it's going to be to us. Think it might be. I just it, don't, I don't yeah. know. I, you know, So
1: interesting to see. Cause even like, he's the kind of player who could swing. A pennant race, completely. Absolutely. He's that good. He's not Absolutely. just a, you know, he's worth more than just an adverb. You don't just go from good to very good, right? Like you're a team who could be great all, yeah, of all of a sudden, who was looking like a 90 win team. What else we got? Question here.
2: Absolutely. Larry Abel, three thousand strikeouts, World Series champion, member
0: of the Black Aces ring.
1: Oh, I like that. Uh, we got a Laker ring there too. do we? Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: uh, Black Aces for sure, number one. Um, because just because of what it meant to Mudcat and what um you know it meant to me, you know, make that for him, um, World Series and then three thousand strikeouts. Like for me, it was I never play like play for personal stuff. Um, I w- I would put the Black Aces thing first solely because of like you know my relationship with Mudcat and you know kind of how he raised me and wanted me to be a part of this that organization with Black Aces. Um, so then world series second, and then, you know, I never even thought I would get to a thousand strikeouts. So to have 3000 and, you know, be one of, I guess, three lefties, yeah. and, you know, three, three, you know, African-Americans, uh, it's crazy. It's, 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 uh, it feels like it's a dream, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, all, it's all hard to think about, but it's been a lot of fun.
1: You know, what's interesting too, you were never a guy who thought about your own personal stats or whatever. Not never. And, and I remember, that's
0: why, like, I always tell people, like, I never—I just pitched to the scoreboard. Yeah, you know, that's why my ERA is so high in my career because I didn't care. Like, if we score six runs, I'm gonna give up five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But trying the trying games to win. when we score one, I'm gonna try to go out and throw a shutout.
1: But you, what's interesting about it is the 3,000 strikeout
0: thing. I remember
1: Harold Reynolds was the one who put you onto yeah, it, yeah. right? Like, because you were
0: no, I was you gonna retire. about that with
1: retirement. I was gonna yeah.
0: retire after 2018, and Harold called me and said. uh the the only people that have 250 wins and 3,000 strikeouts um, that are in the Hall of Fame is Roger Clemens. It's only one, and he was like, you right there." I think I had like 238 wins at the time, and I was right there to 3,000 strikeouts. And he was like, "Dude, you got to do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I played those last two years to to basically get that,
1: which is amazing. Now, yeah, looking because I mean, you look at these lists and there's it's like. So few names. Yeah, man. no,
0: I mean I definitely am grateful for it and and you know, glad that other people were thinking about you yeah. know that for me because I, I definitely wasn't. I yeah. definitely wasn't.
1: What do you think? Take take one or two more? We got a couple more questions back there. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite all-star game or moment in your career, CC?
0: Oh wow. My favorite. I think my favorite all-star game would have been 2007 I got the pitch in San Francisco. Um, in front of my my, uh, family and friends. But, man, we being completely honest, like, I never really liked to come to the All-Star game. (laughs) (laughs) You like it more now. Yeah, I like it more now. I'd much rather just go hang out somewhere. But I think having my kids out on the field in 2012 um, was a lot of fun. Um, All of them, you know, really just being able to have my – my son was at all of my all Star my oldest. So to be able to have him at all of those All-Star games and have pictures Uh, I think it's the coolest moment.
1: Ah, That's cool. Maybe we'll take one more question. We got one more in here. Anybody else? We have one in the back there. Come on around. We'll give you the microphone. All right. Oh, we got another one here. Yeah. So, Cece, if you were in the T-Mobile
2: Home Run Derby, how many of those magenta balls are you hitting out of the ballpark?
0: (laughs) Man, the magenta balls seem like they're hard to hit, right? It takes guys a couple uh, couple of seconds to get their eyesight right. But if I was in the Home Run Derby, I would have definitely won. Especially hey, especially yeah, when I, I was like younger man.
1: It's gotta be like you gotta be tired by the
0: end of nah, it, No, I look like those guys were dead. And, yeah. and, it, and it was hot yesterday. Yeah. And it's hitting with no cage. Yeah. Like, it's gotta be a little different. But uh no, nah, I mean I think I think I would have won one for sure.
1: Man, I um I like it's it's some there's something about that event too, being at it where it is a, it's a real like Hamilton at Yankee Stadium in 08. yeah. It's one of the coolest things I have ever seen in my life live. Like, watching that performance. Like, I wasn't there, but seeing what Judge did in Miami in 2017, you know, like.
0: You know what's crazy is that Judge can run the Home Run Derby every year.
1: Yeah, if he wanted
0: to. Every year. I wonder if he'll ever do it again. What's the point?
1: He's one and done.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did it. He won. Like, what's the point? It's like Kobe
1: in the dunk contest.
0: Yeah, but like, because he hits, like, those fly balls that he hits the right field, those balls go out. Yeah. Like, those are pop ups for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, when he hits a ball to right field, still gone. Still a homer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he can literally, he can win that shit every year if he wanted to.
1: It's crazy. Well, see. This is fun doing this, man. This is good. It's fun. Big shout out to all of you for being here with us. Give yourself a round of applause. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Want to say special thanks to T-Mobile for hosting us and hosting this episode from the Santa Monica Promenade T-Mobile store. Um, First of all, all the T-Mobile employees, you know, they're like the kindest people ever. They're like, they're absolutely wonderful. They are (laughs) truly fantastic. Shout out to Yeti as well, hooking us up uh, throughout. We know C and his voice really needs this. Yes. For, now he needs it for recovery. I need it for maintenance. So <laughs> shout out to Yeti for that. And um, our crew is going to be uh, producing this episode exclusively on T-Mobile's 5G network. Their 5G network is fantastic. We greatly appreciate their super fast speed technology that's going to make it all happen. So big shout out for T-Mobile's 5G network network making this happen so all of you watching on youtube first of all make sure you're subscribing to our youtube page and uh and be grateful for t-mobile's 5g network for making it happen see this was fun man we'll do it again uh next week we'll have to do it again with t-mobile sometime live soon man
0: definitely definitely it's it's better too, to do it in person right we haven't been in person ourselves in that, a long time. that's
1: the thing man yeah. like we've done like uh, since the pandemic it's like four or five pods in person if that yeah, yeah. We, we, we gotten Zooms way better this way. This is good. Yeah. And we got our nice little mic flags, too. How about oh, this? Yeah, right. Shout out to Ata <laughs> for our R2C2 mic flag. Man, <laughs> I'm with these. Anyway, peace, everybody.
0: Peace.